0: welcome
1: to the english out loud podcast a podcast where i give you tips on how you can speak a little better out loud a little more confidently you want to be sure of yourself when you're talking you know you don't want to be second guessing yourself and thinking what do i do what do i say oh the fact is you just want to let it out today I have some rather important information for you here, which is going to change the way that you understand Americans and help you further control your stress with what we call the glottal T. Now, what we want to focus on today is words that have a reduction between the T and the N in an unstressed syllable. That's a lot of jargon that sounds like what? What is he saying what? Let me explain. This is easier than it sounds. That all just sounds like scary words. Couple quick explanations and you'll get it. Now, what is an unstressed syllable, you may ask? Well, each word is made of stressed and unstressed syllables. A syllable is the combination of consonants and vowel sounds in each section of the word. The word water, for example, has two syllables. The first half of the word is a little bit louder than the second, and so we call that the stressed syllable. Now, the second half of the word, water, is the unstressed syllable. It's a little bit quieter than the first, it's not so strong. Notice as well that it's beginning with a T and that T is between two vowel sounds, water. So we make that T soft, like kind of like a D and that's what we call a flap T. But today's chat isn't on the flap T. I'll talk more about that another time. Today we want to consider another important T, what we call a glottal T. Glottal T. And this is an important kind of T. A glottal T is when T is not pronounced, but rather a quick pause in pronunciation. There are certain times we do this, but it's tricky to catch on to because it's never written, only pronounced. And this is done all over, from Manhattan in the northern United States to Brighton in the south of England. So no matter where you are, ensure that you've gotten the hang of this. Did you catch those words there? Those words that you thought they had T's, but I really stressed them. Important, certain, written, Manhattan, brighton, gotten. Not a single one of those words has a true T pronunciation. So what's the deal? Where's the T gone? Well, the T is moved from its regular position just behind our teeth to the back of the throat and is made with the glottis. Now, we talked a little bit about stressed and unstressed syllables. We got the basics. So when an unstressed syllable begins with the letter T and ends with the letter N, we will usually make a reduction between the two letters and only pronounce the N sound. Okay, so that sounds overwhelming maybe, and that's okay. We are here today so that you can learn how to keep an eye out for the glottal T sound. Or an ear out. You can't see it, but you, you got to hear it and you got to get used to it then taking these skills into your daily life you'll find that glottal teas are all over the place so here's how you do it I have a simple exercise here which if you practice regularly I can guarantee you will see results with and this is a guarantee a guarantee you didn't pay me anything for the guarantee but You know, it's a guarantee. You can't really complain if it doesn't work, but you can ask me questions. You can send me an email and say, this isn't working. What am I doing wrong? And then I can explain. But if you follow my directions exactly as I tell you to, trust me, you're going to have a crystal clear glottal T in no time. Let's consider a word today. In order to get the hang of this, we want to consider the word eaten. Eaten. Now, many people tried to do this just now. Many people tried to repeat me and they failed. And that's okay because you're about to learn how to pass. Here's what we do. Instead of saying eaten, we'll come back to that in a moment. Let's focus on another sound. How about the sound, uh uh-oh. Can I hear that? Uh Uh-oh. That's it. Everybody can do that. That's in everybody's language. Uh Uh-oh. That's universal. There's a mistake. Uh-oh. So when you say uh-oh, you're using your glottis. Now, let's try something else. Instead of going uh-oh, let's say uh-m. Now I'm going uh, then I put the tip of my tongue just behind my teeth to the n position, and I just hold it. I don't release it. Uh-m. Uh-m. Try that. Uh-uh. Okay. Now we're going to replace the first half of that to eat mm Maybe you got it. Maybe you got it that time. Okay. And if you can do it once, you can do it a million times. And you will be able to do it naturally. Let's take a look at all of this again. The first one. Uh-oh. Eaten. Let's try that with another word. How about uh, kitten? Uh oh. Uh-oh. Uh-uh. Kitten. The kitten has eaten my mitten. Next up, let's look at a couple more words here: gotten. Gotten. I've gotten it. Has he gotten through? I'm certain they'll call. Certain. Another good one. Latin. I don't speak Latin. Actually, I studied Latin. Studied Latin for one semester in high school. And it wasn't a bad foundation. For when I moved to Latin America. Could I hear that one? Latin America. How about Great Britain? Great Britain. Now in Great Britain, you can probably find some nice curtains. Curtain. Interesting, isn't it? Curtains. And it's definitely necessary to have curtains if you live in the mountains to keep the sun out. Mountain. There's a good one, eh? Mountain. So we have Great Britain, Latin America, mountain, curtain, all glottal T's. And there are so many more. So many more. We're going to look at a few more sentences But uh, I just want to point out that the glottal T, if you start using it regularly, you're going to see significant changes. You're going to see significant changes. There's no, no two ways about it. So let's see how else you can use it. There's a couple more words I want to consider. This one has the glottal T in the middle of the word instead of at the end. So there's more sound after it. Because notice the other ones we've seen. Curtain. Mitten. All of those words have a glottal T at the very end. And it's quiet. However, some have it in the middle such as fitness here we have f-i-t-n-e-s-s fitness we don't pronounce that t we just stop it fitness another good one lightning lightning that is another good one there you want to make sure you can consider that the next time it's raining Look for lightning, and then get inside. But, um, yeah, make sure that you work well with any partners in the future. Partner. So, you have a fitness partner. You run at lightning speed, and your fitness partner may be an acquaintance. They're not a real, you know, a regular friend. They're just an acquaintance. You definitely, you'd go for a coffee with them, but uh, you're not great friends, acquaintance, another glottal tea. Let's consider just a couple of common expressions that you may hear the glottal tea used in. If you keep an ear open for these words in particular, then you'll catch it. And when you start to catch people using it, then it's kind of like your ears adjust You know, you start listening for those finer things. And when you listen for those finer things and you employ them yourself, well, then you see results. You see the results that we're working so hard for. The first phrase that I want to mention to you is physical fitness. Physical fitness. You got to work out three times a week for proper maintenance. On your physical fitness, that's at least three times a week. I only do three, sometimes two. I gotta do, gotta do more physical fitness. But when you have good physical fitness, then you can go mountain climbing. Mountain climbing in Latin America, wouldn't that be something? Go see Machu Picchu and keep climbing. That'd be something. Mountain climbing. I'm certain. Certain that you'll be able to do this if you partner up. But if you get an effective partner, well, this may be your lightning in a bottle where you reach the top of the mountain. Lightning in a bottle is to say to achieve something in an extremely unlikely way. This is your idiomatic expression of the day. Lightning in a bottle So, keep an ear out for phrases like that. If you get used to listening for them, you'll get used to using them. And when you get used to using them, then your English will improve in a subtle way. In a subtle way, but it'll help you feel a little more confident, won't it? You'll hear other people who speak English as a second language pronouncing their T's a little too strong. And you're going to think to yourself, not me, not today, because you know the importance of the glottal T and you practiced it. So let's do that exercise again, one more time, the one that we practiced a few minutes ago. Let's do it again with some of these words here. Let's try again this one here. Could I hear uh oh Latin? Uh oh. Latin. Latin Latin America. Pretty good. How about Brighten? Brighten up your day. Brighten. Uh-oh. Brighten. Alright, there you go, right? You get that uh oh uh uh-uh. brighten. Keep practicing that. That sound, that little exercise, it's so easy, but it will truly help you get the feel for this. And when you get the feel for it, you'll start hearing it. And if you don't believe me that people do this, because sometimes people don't do this. Sometimes they don't. Uh, For example, you may hear people say mountain. People may pronounce that T, fountain. Fountain. But most of the time, they won't say important, but important. They won't say certain, but certain. So there are some exceptions depending on, you know, where people come from. But they use it. They may not know that they use it, but trust me, people are using it. Keep an ear out and you're going to, you'll sound great. You will sound great. You'll impress all your friends. All your friends with your English skills, they won't believe it. A whole new you is what they're going to see. So keep it up. Keep it up. The reason why you're listening is because you take your English seriously and you want to have a little bit of fun because you've been so bored practicing in other ways and it gets really boring. So let's practice this way. Uh-oh. uh uh-uh. mm cotton cotton sweater cotton well that just about brings us to the point where we want to wrap things up today I don't want to waste your time I don't want to use too much time here you know but I at the same time I want to make sure that we get some good suggestions in, and that you feel a little more confident in your English because you're capable of doing Absolutely incredible things with English if you set your mind to it. You can pick up an American accent if you know what to listen for. And if you have patience, you got to know that your accent isn't going to get better overnight. Especially not overnight because you're sleeping. I don't care what uh, YouTube guru tells you, listen to this video. Hey, maybe it won't hurt. You know, maybe they'll say, listen to this while you sleep and your English will be better. But you know what? You got to use it. You got to use it. So use it or lose it. That's all I can say when it comes down to English. You got to use it or you lose it. And you are people that are using it because otherwise you're just wasting your time. Otherwise, this whole thing has been a waste of your time. Why are you wasting your time listening to me if you're not using your English? So uh, I don't want you to waste your time. But, I mean, if you're going to waste your time, waste your time listening to me, actually. Definitely waste your time listening to me. And if you're going to waste your time, waste your time writing me a little email, letting me know what you think. Uh, enoutloud at gmail.com. Hit me up. If you got any questions about this glottal T, and as a matter of fact, if you would like... Uh, any further information on the glottal tea, feel free to send me a message and I can get some top-notch information out to you, written by yours truly. I got to wrap this one up for today. It's been a good one. Definitely proud to have taken the opportunity to speak with you fine folk, you hard workers, passionate people about your English. One and all, Very happy to speak with you today. Have a wonderful day, a wonderful morning or afternoon, wherever you are in the world, whatever time you're listening in. Personally, I like podcasts in the morning. I listen to the Joe Rogan podcast myself. He is a fascinating guy, the Joe Rogan podcast podcast, the Joe Rogan experience, well, he just brings on these interesting guests, uh, people of all sorts, and he just lets them tell their story, and uh, I think it's great. I think it's a, a really cool show. Um, that's one, actually, if you're looking for anything to listen to after this, and you say to yourself, I want to learn something that I don't know anything about, I have a suggestion for you. Like I said, the Joe Rogan Experience, great show to listen to. I very much enjoy it. And if you're just getting into listening to podcasts, I would suggest checking out. It's the first one that I really got into, and uh, I, I liked it quite a bit, actually. I still listen to it. Now, If you, you can even find on YouTube or Spotify. Spotify also has uh, all of the... They pay them a lot of money. They paid him a hundred million dollars so that he would work with them for all future episodes. A hundred million. So I'm not settling for anything less than a hundred million dollars on my, you know, if somebody, if anybody wants my podcast on their platform, let the bidding start. No, I don't have that kind of value. I don't have that kind of value. One day I'll have that kind of value. And uh, I'll let you know. I'll let you know what it's like to get a $100 million deal. That's what I'm working hard for. One day. But anyway. uh, So episode number 1,109 of the Joe Rogan Experience. Find it on YouTube or Spotify. It's with a gentleman named Matthew Walker. This guy is a sleep expert. He's a sleep doctor. He knows all about sleep. He, he has a fascinating chat on why you sleep, why sleeping's healthy, uh, how your body heals itself, all these incredible things. You learn about sleep. We all sleep. You can't help it. In fact, you spend, you know, at least, hopefully, six hours to, you know, 14, 15 hours. On a good day, I'll do a good 15 hours if I can. Um, and... Uh, Now you get to find out why. Actually, it's a very interesting episode. So, Matthew Walker, Joe Rogan Experience. I'm just saying, if you're looking for something else to listen to, hey, give that one a shot. That is a very cool podcast. Anyway, have a wonderful day. I am uh, going to have another episode out for you on Thursday. You'll be hearing from me on Thursday, like I said, weekly, weekly, Episodes, two episodes a week, from now on, every Tuesday and Thursday. I don't know how long they'll be. I don't even know how long this one's going to happen. maybe 20? A little more? 25? Maybe 25? Listen for your glottal tees. And I'll be talking to you then. Have a good one.